Hello, and welcome back to an all-new episode of Real Talk, Pastor Brad and Christy Webb. Today, our topic is all about hyper-everything. So, get ready. It's going to be a fun one. Here are your hosts, Pastor Brad and Christy. Hello, Christy and Bree. Hi. We're here. It's great to be back with you. If you're still with us. It's been a while. It has been a minute. We do apologize to our podcast family. Life has uh, been a whirlwind, and it has been impossible to get in here and accomplish a podcast. So Just a little bit. But. Life does that to us. Especially this time of year. Which is kind of what we're talking about today. Mm-hmm. Hyper. Life is Hyper. Absolutely. Yes, it is. You've had some good times, though. You've had some invest in you times over the last couple of weeks. I have. I have. Relationship challenge for last month, and you've taken that to heart. I have embraced the relationship challenge. I have. I um. I had. I was fortunate enough to get to go on a um, a vacation where my immediate family did not go with me, but I went with um, cousins. All, all girl cousins. All girl cousins. My all of my grandmother's granddaughters went That's on a cool trip, trip together. That is fun. And three of the great granddaughters also went with us. So. To which cool. you promise not to talk about on the podcast. So uh, I promise not to talk about any of the stuff that happened on that. I was at one of my um, cousins literally said, "I better not hear anything about this on the podcast." <laughs> but other than it was a great time, we had fun. We went to a lake. It was beautiful. Um, it was relaxing. It was, it was even the drives, you know, cause we're, we're spread out, mm-hmm. um, in, uh, two different States, but the ones that are all in the same state are spread out throughout the state. So they don't get together a lot. And so it was a lot of fun. That's it was great. Fun. Awesome. Invest in you. Invest in me. All that me time. Did you get any me time? I did. Uh, while she was on her trip. Um, hay season officially kicked off. Oh, so you spent your time in a tractor. And so um, I did, and I texted her, and I said, thank you. <laughs> thank you for this new tractor that we acquired last year because it is really, really nice. Wait, so did you harvest um, alfalfa? Alfalfa has been harvested. Oh, how'd it go? It went very well. It went very well. We accomplished the impossible. People say you cannot grow it here. Or harvested in and central Louisiana. People are wrong. So we made one run at it and was we accomplished it. So it was great. Alfalfa oh. is actually a pretty plant. I did not realize it's that beautiful. it flowers really pretty. And um, Bree, we have some pictures, so we we'll send pictures. some pictures. Um, and it's very interesting because a guy from Mississippi State has been helping me with the process, and um, he said when you see all these flowers, that's when you harvest it, regardless of the height. And so we go out there. And the field's full of flowers, little yellow flowers. And so <laughs> I called him. I said, is this what it's supposed to be? Because it seems still early and short. And he's like, no, 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 no. He said, that flower will turn purple. Oh, it's purple And when flowers. it turns purple, then it's ready. Oh, that's so fine. really, it's very LSU-ish <laughs> as we sit here and talk purple about Purple and it. gold. It's purple and turn. I mean, it's gold and turns to purple. So it's it's very purple so, and gold flower. In in my brain, because I am not a farm-minded person, or nor do I know a lot of things about it, but when y'all are like, we're growing hay, it's alfalfa, I expected it to be very, very tall. Like, like very, very, This very was tall. the first cutting, and so it only got to about 18 inches average. Right. But it should go to about 24. Okay. Which, isn't that still pretty short compared to other? Mm, no, nah, that's about right. Okay. 
So <laughs> it was, like, uh, I don't know. I don't know. Well, it was some, average. Some hay gets up tall, like just wild grass and stuff. But, but <laughs> he can't talk. Excuse me. But the for us, uh, Christy was on her me time and I did text her and said, thank you for being awesome and letting us get this new piece of equipment that makes and, my therapeutic sessions much better. And Brad, does, that is his me time. It's in a tractor. He loves him some tractor time. So. Very, very fun. I was very excited because Violet, Violet, mm-hmm. um, who is in your children's ministry, yes. loves tractors. She does. And uh, she sat in the tractor at Elevate Christmas uh, Easter. Uh, Easter party. Mm-hmm. And um, Sunday, I told her, I said, Violet, I said, <clears throat> I have a field right here in town I said, when I come up there, if you bring your, if you tell your mom, I'll tell your mommy, she can bring you out there to ride in the tractor. She's like, no, 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 I don't want to ride in the tractor. <laughs> I just want to look at it. She's, she's very much a, just a picture She farmer. wants to observe. Not yes. She told Brad it was going to be too loud. Too loud. Too yeah. loud. So. If you actually crank the tractor, it's way too loud for her. So she just appreciates the view of yeah. the tractor. But Speaking of the Easter party, we did have the Easter party out on the farm. We did. This year. Did. And I got a... Um, well, it's we hide eggs all throughout their yard, and Christy sent me a picture of all the candy that she still yeah. finds Christy, as Christy they're doing to, yard work to mow the lawn, and she came back with a handful of candy. Chocolate I candy. did. It unfortunately it was chocolate, but if you put cho- melted chocolate while it's still in the packaging in back in the refrigerator, it's all good. It's fine. And I love cold chocolate. And I was about to say, and that chocolate has somehow disappeared out of that refrigerator. It's like it just jumped out <laughs> while I wasn't looking. But um, yeah, I keep finding little, um, little like, you know, the, you know, in Disney when they have the little secret, they call them Easter eggs. Uh huh. Well, I literally Y'all keep finding Easter eggs. Easter eggs. <laughs> they're they're the secret hidden Easter eggs in we the hit grass. We had a lot of eggs at your house. We did eight hundred over eight hundred. Wow. Mm-hmm. And I still think there were some kids who didn't even have that many so i'm like i don't know if y'all are looking very hard or (laughs) (laughs) you'll be buying eggs for a while out there Uh, it was fun they had a great time they enjoyed the farm in multiple aspects i think there was horse riding and there was a lot of activities and so they they enjoyed it it was fun (laughs) so things are on the move Uh, we enjoyed the relationship challenge uh we got a new one coming up Uh, may is right around the corner and this challenge for this month will be investing in your future investing in, in your, your future. relationships how do you plan to invest in those relationships in the to future help you future long term a quote that has really grabbed me that we have used last several weeks in our sermons for c.s lewis says you cannot go back and change your past but you can start rewriting your future right now and your ending you change the how it ends All right you can't you can't change the beginning, but you can start now and change the end. That's correct. And you do that by investing in your future. By what relationships will you be intentional about? So what's really cool about that quote is C.S. Lewis was being asked about his writing. And what it said, what it was, is it is it hard to, like, do you go back and rewrite it? Do you second guess yourself throughout your writing was the question. And he said no. You don't write, you don't rewrite the beginning. So basically he was, even though he had the power to technically say, I'm going to ditch this book and start over. Mm -hmm. His philosophy was, no, I am not starting the, I'm not rewriting the beginning by choice. I am taking it from where I've already developed it and changing the ending. 
And that's so cool because obviously we can't change. We don't have the option to go back and change our past, but we do have the option. And, and he's saying even when it is optional and even when you can go back and change something from your past, don't do it. Start where you are. And, and work towards the future and towards the end of your life, you know, towards the ending. How are you going to finish strong instead of worrying about how you started? So that that's really cool to me in that he was actually talking about something he could change um, and and cho- still chose not to. So that's really cool to me. So we invite cool. you to, if you, the month is still here. So we have a few more days for you to post your pictures mm-hmm. from me time because you've not been doing that. Of course, we've not been on the podcast either, so uh, so we want we you to really do that and uh, go can't. to our social media pages, and you can do hashtag relationship challenge, hashtag RC twenty twenty two. Post your pictures, and uh, we would love to see what you guys are up to. Yeah, what do y'all do for me time? <coughs> I'm excited. I've had people text me and tell me what they're doing for me time, but they don't post the pictures. Post it. Come on, guys, play with us here. Come get in the game. <laughs> Post the pictures. Let us know what they are. Show us something cool. I will Join say in the activities. My goal was to get into a hammock at some point this entire month, and I did not. You did. You took my kids out, and y'all put up hammocks. Oh, my gosh. I did. <laughs> I don't even remember that happening. Oh, my you gosh. Did. That was so early in the month. Well, it really was. me time. It was them time. It was right, time. Right, right. It might not have hammock. been. No. It might not have been me time. I definitely fell asleep in that hammock. Your children were definitely running around the woods, and I... May have dozed off, but Ashley, <laughs> Ashley was awake and well. <laughs> Truth comes out on the podcast. Sorry. My children were not supervised. They this were, happened. just not by me. <laughs> <laughs> All right, so it's new month coming, and so we want to talk about this and how will you begin to find ways to invest in your future and who are you going to take on that journey with you? Who are the people that matter closest to you? How do you need to strengthen those relationships? What are ways that you can do better with that? And... Also, the first first uh, week of the month will be our time of prayer and fasting for the yes. three days of our fasting challenge. And we will be fasting about this issue, praying and asking God to help show us who he would have connect us to our lives and how he wants to guide us for our future challenges and what he's doing with us. So, Christy, that brings us to today's topic. School is wrapping up. Everything is running full speed ahead. We're fired up trying to wrap it up. And we want to talk to you today about what it means to be full throttle, hyper. Hyper. As opposed to a lot, I think that's important because it's not you want to stay active because we have so in our society changed from just active to hyperactive. You have to be hyper in order to be normal now. And the word normal is so strange and sensitive. Hypersensitive. Uh, you are. I mean, everything, oh, wow. everything is hyper. And I made a list when we started talking about this. I made a list of things that like in my lifetime, like the movies that I grew up on, they, the cars were like overdrive mm-hmm. and the science movies or the science fiction movies were like warp speed. And then um, ADD was a thing that became new in my childhood. Like kids were mm-hmm. beginning to be diagnosed with ADD. So now in my adulthood, as opposed to my childhood, overdrive has become hyperdrive. And warp speed has become hyperspeed on the, on the science fiction movies. ADD has now become ADHD. 
everything has been, hyper has been added to everything. And I love this one you have here. Those kids, that kid's got a lot of spirit. Man, I heard that a lot when I was young. Yeah. <laughs> and, and Well, and, and growing up when I was reading books, um, that that's how they describe kids. They were like spirited children. They A spirited child became the successful businessman or, you know, he was very um, high spirited child. And now... They are a hyper child. The kids are all hyper, and those hyper kids need to sit down, or those hyper kids need to calm down. So everything now is hyper. So the question is, number one, what is normal? Is hyper the new normal? And That's why we're so tired. That's the other thing. It's exhausting to be hyper, but it's also dangerous. Or to function at that hyper. Especially hyper people around you, you're like, just chill a minute. <laughs> Just chill out. Just calm down. But it's, um, and I, I told them when we sat down here, I read this thing this um, that brought me to this point of, oh my gosh, everything is hyper. Because now we, I read an article about hyper parenting. Mm. Please explain what um, hyper parenting is. Because Hy- some people may not know what that is. Hyper parenting on the article that I read, re- read, I did not write. I read this article and it's about hyper parenting in that you don't let your child feel their own emotions because you are so there to change the situation that they're in to correct those emotions. Like children don't know how to like lose a game. Children, they just like cry and you're like, okay, well we'll say you're the winner, you know, or we'll play another game so you can win this one. And they don't know. And, and they don't know how to have an argument with their siblings say, because you have to, you say, oh, well, stop, let's equal everything out. Because you, as a parent, it, the article was saying, are there all the time to correct it. Mm-hmm. And it goes back to when I came home from school and I told my mom or my dad, usually my mom was the one that, that got me first, you know, like I saw her first before the end of the day. And I said, my teacher said that I did so-and-so. Or at Bradley School, he gets marks if there's something wrong. My teacher said I was whatever in class, so I got a mark for it. And that's a negative thing. Well, my mom was like, well, then you're in trouble for doing what the teacher said you did. Nowadays, kids come home and say, I got a mark for doing so-and-so. The hyper parent says, how dare that teacher call you? you know, an over-talking child, or how dare that teacher say you disrupted the class, or how dare that teacher say you talk back. And instead of saying, okay, child, you are going to be disciplined, like my mother did, I promise you, today's hyper-parent says, um, oh, well, let me talk to the teacher about that. We'll get that straight. You know what I mean? Like, well, I know you didn't do that, so I'm going to go talk to the parent. I'm going to go talk to the teacher. Mm-hmm. You know, and, and I'm not saying you shouldn't talk to your child's teacher. Please, I had a conversation with my child's teacher yesterday about things that were going on in the classroom. But to honest, automatically say my child is not wrong, my child is not at fault, I am going to correct the situation in favor of my child, teaches the child unrealistic expectations. And so that's what hyper-parenting is. You stay so involved with your child child that you correct every situation around them. They never feel the weight of any moment because you rescue them from it. That's right. And even if it's a success or a failure or whatever it is, you immediately take away any negative thought or consequence when those are the things that refines us. You know, I know Bradley came home with an emotion book 
that said you can just write draw pictures about your emotions and and there's I, nothing wrong with that you actually like the book and i talked to him about that and i said it's cool for you to draw those pictures but emotions are what we feel and what we feel is what guides us and it helps us become centered and and it helps us develop character and i think that's one of the things about it we have so much so, such shallow character in life today because tribulation hardship adversity those things are things that produce that you know when you when you think about that and so taking this one more and and we've talked about this a little bit we mentioned it in a different podcast in the past is that we take things in the bible and instead of just taking them for what they say in the bible because the bible says do not be idle or it says something about idle hands which the pastor can help me quote here but the thing it it says do not be idle don't be sluggard so we take it to the furthest extreme and say we have to work overtime we have to work more time we have to hyper correct mm-hmm. over correct um a lot of a lot of um auto accidents are not caused by the actual running off of the road they're they're the auto accidents are caused by overcorrection you jerk back onto the road and veer into someone else's lane. Mm-hmm. You jerk back onto the road and, you know, hit something in the, whatever. And the overcorrecting is what causes the accident or cause it, you know, causes the problem. And so I think that's where our society is now. We've overcorrected so much that we don't have a, a sense of what actual correctness is anymore, you know? And so, anyway, that's just something that I've really been thinking about lately, and and Brad is doing some research on his computer. Um, um, and so we are, yeah. I I have to say though, this feels very like the opposite of what last month. Like you know, we talked about being so restful and like right. finding me time, and now I'm like, oh my gosh, I, I do feel like I'm hyperactive in some. Mm-hmm. Elements and you know, some maybe that's why I feel so because last week I did have that element of rest uh-huh. and it was like oh wow this this you know just yeah, sitting last month was about the Sabbath and resting and mm-hmm. resting well and and maybe I did it so you. well that when I come back I'm like wait my life is is hyper mm-hmm. <laughs> it's too hyper it to was function. hard for me it was hard for me because Christy was literally out for like ten days because you went to your mom's and then you went on the trip and stuff and. So she comes back, and of course, I'm still at a hyper speed, breakneck, running, jumping through hoops. Um, and I'm like, whoa, calm down. And it's like, <laughs> we're not even in the same level. You know? Yeah, it's but, hard to, you know, people keep moving like at a fast Well, the pace. verse that I was trying to find was Romans 5 3. Christy called me out for that there. But uh, <laughs> not only so, it says, but we also glory in our sufferings because we know that suffering produces perseverance, perseverance, character character hope and hope does not disappoint god poured his love out in us through the holy spirit and i love that verse because when we have sufferings or hardships or disappointments or adversities we automatically think it's negative and and i've been dealing with some of this in my own life here it seems like we've had three trips planned and all three trips just tanked and didn't work out or whatever or you know, just trying to make something come about. And it's like, I'm just to the point, I don't want to plan anything anymore. But it's the suffering produces perseverance and the perseverance character. And we have such shallow character in the world today 
I believe because we're wanting to exempt ourselves from the sufferings and the hardships and the adversities that makes us look deep within and do soul searching and have hard conversations. And at hyper speed, you're moving too fast to see any of that. You know, you just fly through it and try to move on to the next thing as quick as, as quick as possible that you're not able to really enjoy anything. And, and so that's a huge part. And it's so hard. Again, I'm kind of going back to driving, but if you're in hyper speed, you can't slow down. You can't stop when an obstacle does fall into your place. You can't hit the brakes and, you know, tap the brakes and it, it causes any reaction at all. Um, Bradley has been introduced and likes the show Guardians of the Galaxy. I don't know if you've ever seen that show or not. Oh, the but, movie from I mean, the, the movie, Marvel. The show, yes. Yeah. He loves Guardians of the Galaxy. And at one point, they're going through hyperspeed and they're jumping from, I don't know. what Dimension they, to dimension. Sure, we'll go with that. But they do it so quickly that it literally causes their bodies to look different. Mm -hmm. And, um, of course, it's just, I, I understand that it's just movies, mm -hmm. but our, our lives are kind of like that. Like, you, they don't even look like themselves. And then they their heads, in this, mo in this movie, their heads start popping up as different characters and they don't even recognize, like, they look at each other and don't even recognize each other. And right. they're sitting side by side in seats. And I think our lives are like that. Like we get we get to the point where we're jumping through hoops so much. And number one, you don't see the people that are important to you. But even when you do see them, it's so quick and so um, crazy that you don't even recognize them. And you don't recognize when they need, you know, to stop and to help and to do all this. And um, we do, we, we're one of the two ways with kids, um, you hyper parent them. Or you're hi so hyper in your own life that you, you don't... Can, yeah, they're free-ranging. You don't parent them, exactly. Yeah, it's the balance of that. And I think that's what you were talking about. What's the hyper realm? And then, you know, because the verse you were talking about in Proverbs sixteen twenty seven, it says, idle hands are the devil's workshop. Idle lips are his mouthpiece. Mm -hmm. And so it's like, this is the world we live in. You know, it's like people's either at hyper speed or no speed. Right. You know, and... I was um, talking to someone earlier today, and it's hard to find it's hard to find people that are motivated too. And it's like it's it's so far apart in these worlds that we live in that you can't even recognize each other. Mm -hmm. You can't, and it's not even recognized. You can't um, communicate because it's so hyper, 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 hyper. And then they're they're just like, "You make me tired. I'm not going to deal with you." <laughs> and then they're so non act active. That it's like, oh, I can't get them to do anything. I'm just done with them. Mm -hmm. And so the two worlds don't, they don't mix at all. And right. so where is the height, where is the the balance? Well, I, I read a tweet this week. Uh, this is the week Elon Musk has bought Twitter. Uh, interesting, I just wake up and decide I'll spend $44 billion on, I buy Twitter today. But anyway, uh, I love this tweet. And it says, because the whole, the whole, everything's just out of, sorts on that you know what the far left's like oh my gosh this is the end the far right and i love this tweet and it said may i remind those on the far left and those on the far right that elon musk is neither <laughs> you know right and so it's like we get caught up in this that we can't even think straight you know and so he and and so many times we feel that we feel that people are judging us and we're like i'm not that 
but then they come to you and you see that and it's difficulty and you're just like trying to pull those two things together and it makes it very hard in that context. And so, um, man, what's the balance between hyperspeed and rest? I think it's keeping a check on that. Christy, as you were talking earlier, we coined the phrase of decade or so ago, I meet myself coming and going. Right. You know, and so it's like, hey, if you see myself, tell them I'll be right back. <laughs> yeah. And um, that's literally the world that we live in is we're trying to pull these things together. But I believe the main thing is that find that rest. Hyper, hyper anything is will be, it'll overextend you. You know, that's a phrase now. It's a hyperextension. Everything's overextended. And um, it's true. overextended. And I think this is where we are in our world. And so how do we rein it in? How do we give space? How do we give people their space? How do we give our children a chance to succeed on their own without you succeeding for them? How do we give them a chance to fail on their own and to feel the weight of the failure and learn from that experience? I think it's so important, and this is what I want to talk to the people on our podcast about, is that we support each other in the calming down you know, because everybody's just like, run, 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 run. It's okay to look at the person and say, you need to stop for a minute. And, you know, and sometimes you're not going to do it for yourself. You know, some days I have to say to Brad, stop. Don't add anything else to your list. As he's literally listing off the things he wants to do or whatever, I have to say, stop, don't do that. And I think it's okay to give permission and to call call our friends out. Call your person out. Call your whoever you're responsible for or with or talking to and say, hey, I can tell you're overextending yourself, you know? One, one reason um, I work with a friend of mine um, who does a lot of ministry in like recovery ministry, and um, he said to me, well, one of the things you have to be careful of when helping people is that you give them space to rest. Because mm-hmm. <clears throat> we don't know how to do it. this podcast. But he said, when you rest you have to be good with you. And a lot of times people won't slow down and rest and they hyperextend themselves because when it gets, <clears throat> when it gets still, they don't like what they see. They don't like what they see. Mm-hmm. And so like for somebody, a lot of times people who's trying to overcome something or some struggle or stronghold, they will submerge themselves in hobbies, recreation, work, whatever it may be. And because they're not good with self. And so that's a huge part is that when you slow down, you you check yourself. And so, man, don't become so hyperextended that we don't know how to rest well. Right. Because it goes back to what we were saying, and we can we can bring it back to the beginning to wrap it up here, is that C.S. Lewis said, don't worry about what's already happened, but you do have to examine that so that you can change the end. Because if you have yourself going on a path, like C.S. Lewis had a book going in a direction, and he didn't like the direction, he could change it. But you have to realize the direction it's headed in. And you have to take it, you know, take stock in that. Okay, I'm headed in the wrong direction. I need to step back and, and evaluate and change that direction. And um, I think so many of us, we are going so fast in the hyper speed of life right now, we don't take evaluation. We don't evaluate where it's headed until it's hit something. 
That's correct. That's correct. So, man, take that to heart. Think about it. Look for ways that you're hyperextending yourself, looking for ways that you're trying to protect employees, employer, you know, uh, children, spouses, whatever, from having to feel, feel the weight of something not being right. Um, and then also, hey, we don't want to get out of here today without giving you an update on Christie's garden. Because it's been two weeks. Oh, my gosh. My garden is growing. It's growing. All of my plants are planted, and there are things like... It's rough, though, because we have two dogs who keep going into the garden. (laughs) (laughs) So, the dogs like to, like, go in the garden and play. And they, oh no, they, they fight. Your dogs play fight, and yes, I can they just play see fight. that they play fight in the garden. They, they do play out fight. The tomatoes. Oh no, so it's very stressful. It's um, it's challenging. It's challenging. <laughs> but I will say, we're off and running. I so. need some hyper grow. Speaking of, I need some hyper grow on my flowers. So oh, but and you planted. You Not planted flowers. flowers in front I did. Of your I house. actually did plant flowers in front of my house. The flowers are doing great, mm-hmm. and the plants are doing well in the garden. If you like potatoes, see me later on this year. I will have lots of them. If that's the, getting pretty close, actually. If so. the leaves are true to the what's underground, I will have a lot of potatoes. I do love a potato. I'm not sure about the rest of this garden, what kind but of the potatoes, potatoes are good. Irish As Papa potatoes. says Irish. Irish potatoes. I will be there. So we'll see how that works. But my my garden looks good. My flowers look great. And so I'm excited. So as you're out there gardening and doing the lawn and running to who knows where, stay humble and don't hyperextend yourself. Pray hard. God has a great plan for you. It's great to be back. We'll see you next week in the new relationship challenge. Hey, Christy. We're going to see a picture from the lake? Yeah, I have lots. All right. All right. They'll be on there. See you next week, guys. (laughs) Thanks.